What is up? What is up? What is up? Got another golf show coming to you live this week via tape delay. This is the Chasing Daylight Podcast. I need to listen to this song more. It's a really good song. Don't listen to it. The only time I've ever heard it. it is on the podcast. That's it. Wow. Reminds yeah. me of like a WWE entrance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stone Cold <laughs> dropping the brick in the glass. <laughs> That's what we need when we have somebody on. <laughs> Bring the, the Stone Cold music out. <laughs> Uh, really? You've never listened to Fugazi at all? Never, no. Wow. I think you would really like Fugazi. Hmm. I've heard the name, but I, I just, you know, oh, man, never listened to them. They're, they are what made me fall in love with music. Hmm. Interesting. My sister was a, a metalhead, you know, growing up in the in the 80s. You know, it was Ozzy Osbourne and Molly Crew and, and uh, Van Halen and Foreigner and all those groups. So I kind of grew up in, in that era of music. But, uh, so they're yeah. 80s? They're 80s? No, 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 no. They're, well, late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Um, punk. All right. Well, good, maybe I'll check good, them out. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, uh, Joe, Hitting Greens, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing well, yeah. And uh, Jeremy, J-Mart, um, are we retiring I Am Stat Guy on Instagram? Dude, I'm the worst. I am, like, I haven't officially <laughs> retired from social media, but... <laughs> I'm lacking. You you pop up every now and then. I asked him the other day. I go, "Do you want me to tag you as J Mart or I am Stack?" I know. I always. I'm like, uh, you don't respond to any of them. I've noticed. (laughs) I've noticed. Sometimes it depends on the person. Sometimes I get Stack guy. Sometimes it's I get like tagged when I shouldn't be tagged. Like when I was in North Carolina last week. Well, um. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. Trey did that. He forgot me, and he tagged yeah. you. Yeah, I yeah. said Jeremy message. I go, I didn't know you went. I was just rubbing it in my face, but... <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll officially uh, stop tagging you at I am Stat Guy, and okay. I just do and, both. Uh, just do both. I usually just do both. You have a split personality. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, why don't we just do this? I will do better. Okay, there we go. I'll do better. Right. Hey, that's that's. I can accept that. Okay. Commendable. I accept that. That's commendable. Um, I I have been told by a couple people we need more Jeremy on the show. Um, not enough yeah. Jeremy uh talking inside chatter banner. So uh you're you're on notice. Okay. okay. Um time to bring it. Yeah, I'll climb out of my shell. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh so before we get into Joe's North Carolina trip, because that could take an hour in its own self. Probably. Probably. Um you got some water to drink because your throat may get a little sore uh, talking so much. Um, yeah. Let's let's chat a little bit about some of the things. So I, I reached out on Instagram and asked some people, hey, you know, we got uh, the show tonight. Anybody want to throw out a hot topic that we need to chat about? And we got a couple, got a couple uh, comments on it. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Chris Torres, uh, the explosion of golf gurus on social media. And so I, I said to him, I said, well, you may need to elaborate a little bit on guru because there's different forms of gurus out there. What you're talking about? He's like, with COVID and golf and it just blowing up right now, um, all the, the new people coming out talking and trying to teach golf on social media that like you've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I haven't run into a lot of that. I've, I've done a big purge uh, with my social media. Um, Started, you know, with the whole friction on, friction, 
restricting a couple weeks ago. And I am enjoying it so much more now that I've gotten rid of a lot of the fluff, kicking out some of the fluff in my content. But uh, you guys find any uh, golf gurus that are utterly annoying? Yeah, not really. I don't I don't pay a lot of attention. I mean, I follow like I, I sometimes I'll scroll through and I'm like, when did I follow this person? Who is it? So I go back and watch a bunch of videos. It does seem like there's a lot, but there is one area that I've noticed lately because um, I've been looking for a club doing some review watching and stuff. There is a shitload of like this versus this, like ping versus Titleist and Mizuno versus Callaway from UK, like a ton. Really? I think mm. they're all like Rick Shields are, wannabe wannabes. Yeah, it's crazy. Are, like, are they all using launch monitors? Most of them, yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm wondering if how the price of launch monitors has come mm-hmm. down for like the, you know the, the obsessed golfer that's not a professional. You know, mm-hmm. you get you get those yep. two thousand dollar units and the three thousand dollar units. You know, not the twenty five thousand dollar Trackmans. But um, I was wondering if there was going to be a a wave of that. Yeah, and the problem is like they're all the same. Which I, I obviously, you know, how much can you talk about? But man, they are like you can just scroll through it, and everyone has their like flashy thumbnail, and it's the same information. Like, there's no, you really just look for the top few, and that's it. Everyone else just gets buried. So. Yeah, it's funny. I'm I've I've always been super selective with who I follow. So, um, obviously, recommendations are out there, but. $2,000 on a launch banner monitor isn't, you know, I mean, it's, it's not a ton of money, but it's, it's a lot of money for a lot of people. So, um, well, I mean, you spend 2000 on a launch monitor and you got a good video editor and yeah. you throw some content out there. You can mm-hmm. pay for that in a month. Yeah. 100%. So I can see why they're doing it. Um, I saw something that, that made me chuckle a little bit. Uh, Haley Olstrom on Twitter said that after she announced her engagement, she lost 1500 followers. Really? Wow. And there was a couple <laughs> people that were, you know, going, Oh, it's a shame that that, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, it, it's probably going to be a lot more than that. It's, it's probably, mm-hmm. that's like one of those numbers, you know, how many girls you slept with, whatever they tell you, I cut it in half, you know, it's one of those things. So you lost 15. Yeah. It was probably closer to three, 4,000 people. Um, if I, you know, just guessing based on how social media goes, but I mean, those 4,000, 3,000 people, they, it just shows you they weren't following you for your content. Yeah. Or let me, let me rephrase that. They weren't following you for your golf content. <laughs> yeah. They were following you for the dream. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, that's what it is. That's what it is. You know, the, the hot girl golf, the hot golf girl influencer is, I think it's peaked. Yeah, <laughs> I, think I sort of think that too. Yeah, I think it's yeah. peaked. Yeah. But um, there's definitely a market for that. I mean. Oh God. Yeah. Not my jam. I mean, I don't follow a lot mean, of the, the good, good and that type of those things either. I just, it doesn't. For some reason, it doesn't interest me, which I can see why it would interest a lot of people. Introduces them to golf, and they're you know cool guys and whatever. But I cannot sit and watch them. Yeah, well, I, would... I mean, in this day and age of like influencers and all that shit, um, mm-hmm. you know, like Good Good and all that, and Mike Micah Morris who left Good Good, he's now on Team TaylorMade, and his video popped up today where yeah, his bag was next to Tiger oh. Woods. Like maybe that's why he left because he wanted to go to TaylorMade. But who knows? It's all just, it's all bullshit. It really is all bullshit. Oh, that's why Matt deleted TikTok, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Let wow. me tell you though, I did watch. This is weird, <laughs> but I did watch uh, Bryson DeChambeau. I did. I didn't realize he had his own channel, but he he'll post videos and stuff. But On he was what? playing with one of the old. I don't know who it was. Maybe it's Micah from Good Good or whatever. That was actually a cool video. Because and the reason I say that is, you know, a lot of people don't really like Bryson, but it was cool to see him outside of the, you know, the D bag persona, um, giving tips and things like that. It was kind of cool to see that. Him playing just some local muni in the Dallas area. Yeah, I would be totally interested in watching to watch. him just just be himself, not this mm-hmm. fake persona. I have to yeah, be one hundred percent cool to to get some view. I just don't like what he's doing. Yeah. Oh well. Um, what was I gonna say? I had something else on the social media stuff. I can't remember what it was. Maybe you're over TikTok. You're uh, moving on to Tumblr. Tumblr. No, hey, there's <laughs> there's a new app that I want to try. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Is, no, it, but it, is it Donald Trump's? No, no. It's it's called Swell. Swell. S-W-E-L-L. Yeah, it, no, no. I'm not no. as hip as you are. Why you what do you mean? You're I'm just saying you're hip. You're, you know, you're well, on the social media, the next wave of No, no, no. Apps. This is just something that I, I came across and I thought it was intriguing. It's uh, a conversation app where you leave a voice recording on a topic and people respond with a voice recording so it's and you can have a conversation you know it's it's interesting i don't know i haven't created an account or anything but it uh it was intriguing so you know, there's always the next wave of social media coming you know <laughs> it's never very it's never interesting it, it sounds very like was, vhs like Back in the day, dating services where oh. you <laughs> send something and you waited for a reply via VHS. <laughs> you paid somebody, you're just waiting for the call back. Nine one one. Was that important? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I just see that going badly, like a bunch of thirteen year olds just like degrading oh, you oh. until you cancel. It just your escalates. Account. It just escalates <laughs> it just into just... the worst shit ever. <laughs> ever. So what do you guys think of uh Chimera's high rates? And the next yeah. thing you know they're talking about your mom's a whore. You're, you're fucking poor, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no filters for it whatsoever. <laughs> Yo, I got some Jordans that I'm selling. <laughs> uh okay. Uh Cal had to chime in with the one and done. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not doing good. So we'll just go on from that. Yeah, we just um, need a winner. We need a winner. Cal picked a winner, mm-hmm. and mean, he could. He can't pick John Rahm again, though. That's so the, I mean, you know, that's it's <laughs> one and duns are tough. So it's yeah. a long uh, season. I was in second place, but I was like two million dollars behind. Or right? I'm not looking like, at no, first. I'm, I'm just looking done. at second, third, fourth, and fifth. So, That's where well, the race is at. Yeah. Well, Cal actually won an elevated event, so he's like, it's yeah. a money race. So yeah, we'll get yep. there. It's a long season. It's a long, long season. season. Long way to go. Shout out birdies and bourbon. Uh, then, uh, as like I'm saying, uh, wanted to know what we thought about a Wednesday through Saturday tourney. Hmm. Sounds kind of like live, yeah. <laughs> well, and that was his next thing, the the live TV deal. Which, yeah, I wish I had some Dawson's Creek music to be cranking out right now. Uh, to be honest, I've never heard of CW. Oh, really? I don't know, really? I don't know what that is. Oh, see, Joe and I it's grew so up the here, old so. WB. So oh, with the okay. frog, yeah. I, I swear on our trip, Dan was saying 
the WWB. <laughs> he said at least three times, minimum, <laughs> at least. The frog. Oh, the WB. Gosh, that brings back memories. Yeah. But CW is Channel 6 on local Cox. Um, they A lot of reruns of Seinfeld and Dawson's Creek and, you know, Glamour Judge Girls. Judy and what whatnot. Yeah, but uh, from what I heard, I didn't, it's all speculation. I guess people are just talking. I don't know how truthful it is, but apparently it's only going to air between 2 and 4 or 5 a.m. in the States. Huh. I, I mean, I would assume it's going to be pretty limited. Oh, I mean. But good on them. They, they, they got a deal. I mean, it's not like a, you know, a local network or whatever. I mean, it's not like a well-known network, but it's available mm. in a lot of places. From if, what I understand, so if you have, I feel like discretionable watching... money, like, you know, just it's so much cash. It, are you happy that you're on the CW? I mean, they no, yeah, I mean, no I feel like, I, yeah, nobody else is gonna take them. I just feel like watching golf on like a static filled TV channel is not gonna be worth it. So. <laughs> Adjust the tracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to move your bunny. The the tin you foil your, on your your dating VHS out of the recorder. And yeah. I I also read that some the, C, the CW does not report viewership because it's not a channel that is required Ooh, to do that. Interesting. So they will not have to. They, they we don't know how many people are watching. Basically, do you think they're still going to stream on YouTube? Or do you think maybe that I, was axed? I thought that's where they should have stayed, in my opinion. I yeah. would assume that they're going to, in in between the hours of broadcast on CW, they'll probably pull it and then jump back on YouTube. I would assume that'd be part of the deal. Like, you can't broadcast on your YouTube channel while we're, sh we're showing it on our network. So it'll probably come down and then go back up afterwards. Yeah, as soon as Judge Judy bangs that final gavel and the credits roll, yeah, we got golf. Yeah. And then as Terrible soon as deal. Jerry Seinfeld steps on stage for the <laughs> intro and the credits, you're, you're out. <laughs> you're out. Oh, this is an incredible shot. It's good. <laughs> 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 wow. Too funny. Too funny. Okay. Uh, so I watched a lot of golf this weekend. Uh, the, I, I enjoy the American Express. Um, it's fun watching these guys just hit shots. You know, they, they, can tear it up they can light it up and the course is there for them to do that it's it's dormant but it's firm it's fast it's you know you can play out of the rough it's not punishing like it's going to be this weekend for them um and you know it's a pro-am so they set the course up to you know for amateurs and professionals to go crazy and they did At 20 something guys 20 under i mean that's insane but yeah, that's what this ridiculous. is yeah. that's what this is um i mean you look at it, harry finished or sahith the 13 under and he was 54th i mean <laughs> yeah. 13 under over four days and you're yeah. that far back you almost didn't make the cut you know the cut was 10 under i mean it's it's a different level of golf um i golf digest had a great thing i think i took a screenshot of it uh because it was pretty freaking amazing um yeah john rom's current usga index is officially a plus 10.1 that's insane dude adjusted to tour difficulty it's about 11 and a half to yeah. a 12 it's 
crazy. Jeez. They said if a five index played ROM at La Quinta from the tips, ROM would need to give 20 shots, which still wouldn't be enough. <laughs> He That's goes, insane, man. <laughs> that was Lou Stagner on, on Twitter. He said, Rom is good at golf. Very, very good at golf. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were, we were joking about it or talking about it in the, in the Instagram chat, I think, uh -huh. where like, where would you want to move it? I brought up Coyote Springs, I know. And it's like, wherever they play, they're going to figure it out over time. And it's going to, yep. you know, if you don't, if you don't make that rough super thick or, make it super penalizing off the tee or whatever the case may be, they're going to figure it out at some point because those dudes are that good. Yeah. The no lane up guys had a, had a great take on, on because this isn't an elevated event. What's going to happen with these, with these tournaments that are kind of, yes, you're FedEx cup, but you're not an elevated event. You still need a draw. And so they, they were thinking that, you know, the pro-am may be the way that some of these courses secure some funds because you know those they're expensive those pro-ams are not cheap and uh, definitely not and that's that's a lot of money coming in for that and you know they they set these courses up because they want these rich motherfuckers to come in and dump you know 50 60 grand on a spot and enjoy their round of golf with the pro you know where if you take them to you know tory with thick rough or Riviera, they're going to hate themselves and never come back. So mm -hmm. I can see, you know, it makes sense why they do it. And, uh, you know, like you said at Kapalua, everybody's got to play the same course and, you know, it just, you go on a, a heater like Rom is right now, man. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Dude, his swing. I was, I, I saw a video today, a slow-mo swing his video and I saved it and I've been watching it. His lead arm doesn't, go past parallel hardly i mean barely yeah he's it's, not, he doesn't have a, a huge like rotation no it's it's insane how much power he generates from basically well scott a, did say like i kind of look like john rom with my turn <laughs> a little bit no your club goes way past parallel so but it's close his arm doesn't go past <laughs> parallel <laughs> not the club his arm it's not even <laughs> remotely close <laughs> scott was on i think painkillers and a little bit of weed. <laughs> i wish i would love to see like tony finau adapt his swing because tony finau stops at 90 you know like mm -hmm. imagine how much more power tony finau would have if he could if he can master going all the way back he'd have so but much does more he, speed so does he, more he doesn't need does to he need it no no but i would love to see what he could do if he like dialed that in and honed it, you know? I mean, this is Rom at the top of his backswing. Yeah. I mean, his, his lead arm, his left arm, it's barely past parallel. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's like 60 Absolutely degrees. Crazy, but... I mean, good Lord. I look at my, I was telling, I was talking to the roars about it today. I said, you know, if, if you're looking down, uh, from a from above and you know 12 o'clock on a clock is is down the line six o'clock his his arm doesn't go past that six o'clock position you know my my lead arm is all the way back here <laughs> he doesn't even i was like wow that's it's unbelievable but it's i mean you you know how easy it is to strike a ball really good on a half swing you know if you're just you know just messing around just trying to get loose you know it's it's super easy so it i mean I can see why you you take a lot of shit away 
that happens back here when you swing like that. But to be able to generate that much power and hit the ball yeah, that hard. Totally. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Good Lord. So uh, Taylor had himself a great tournament. Uh, put one in the water on 17, man. And, but he was right there. Right there. Um, bogeys on two par three. A double and a bogey on, on par threes. Which is, that's a tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. And he would been he would have been right there, so close, dude, so close. Listen to this: these are his tournaments this year: third, ninth, fifteenth, thirteenth, tenth, fifty seventh, fifteenth, twelfth, and fifth. Yeah. Wow. He's yeah. Get one. He's Every one of one. his tournaments has been under par. Yeah. It's close. It's close. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna call it right now. He's gonna win the Shriners. Ooh. I think he's going to win the Shriners. You think he's going to win the Shriners? I can see. Yeah. I, I can see I it. Think he, I can see it. I can see one before that. Yeah, I think I see one before that. He's just—he puts the ball so damn good, so damn good. Um, that's it on the PGA and the professional front. Um, got anything else you wanted to go over, Joe? Before we hop into some North Carolina talk. Uh, I don't believe so. Um, what about was, you, Jeremy? People, people are demanding more from you. You got anything? Oh, you, you bought a new club. Let's talk about your new club. Yeah, oh, I did. Um, I've been on a hunt for a new fairway wood, and uh, a fairway wood that is sits very open and very flat. And I considered PXG uh, based on Eric's opinions, I, and Trey. I considered another ping, but we all know how that ended. And <laughs> So I went with Mizuno. Um, I guess they're actually coming out with a new model, but I was able to pick up a STZ 5-wood. Super excited about it. Um, apparently, based on all the things I've read, if you hook the ball with the fairway wood, you cannot hook this golf club. So we will Ooh. see. That challenge accepted. accepted. Yeah. yeah. So you that'll can, be cool. You can hook them with the best of them. <laughs> I can. Um, and then I got a shaft coming, the... Uh, Little Ventus, Ventus goodness. Blue TR seven X to throw in it, so that'll be can't wait. Cannot when wait. does when does that arrive? Are we gonna have it in play for Saturday? I think so. It should be here maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. So cool. as soon as I get it, I will be driving up to your home. <laughs> well, your shaft gets so. here tomorrow, so or Sweet. yesterday if you're listening today. Yeah, I'm excited um, about that. I uh, took the uh, new level irons out for the first time this weekend. Um, played with uh, the what the man, Matt Gontark, who you'll hear shortly uh, for this week's uh, weekend weather forecast. And another VGN member, Matt Favalora, a new member. It was the three mats and uh, Reed. Went out to Lexington, played on a very cold, very windy morning out at Revere. It just, it was impossible to get loose and get warm. It was just really freaking cold. They had a little bit of a frost delay, so we went off about 45 minutes later than we were going to, thankfully. Let the sun come out a little bit more, warm it up out there, but man, it was cold. Um, took me four or five holes to get get into confidence, feeling some confidence with the with the new clubs, but holy shit, those irons are really, really good. Um, I, they're a little bit weaker lofted from the five through seven, maybe even the eight. I think the nine pitch are the same as what the Sprixons were. And, um, I have my, the, the Sprixons, I bent down the, the lie a little bit to, 
you know, flatten them down some. So these are standard and I, I played really good with them. I mean, really, really good. Uh, they feel absolutely incredible. Um, warming up on the range. Uh, and I felt this at five iron swinging them. Um, I get a little bit better feedback on where I'm striking the face. Um, I could definitely tell, okay, that's, that's heel. Okay. That's toe. Um, where with the Srixons, it was, I don't want to say if it was, if it was hidden or, you know, the, because of the, the, how that they're made, it hides that effect a little bit. Um, these are not quite a blade. They're, they're a cavity back, but smaller head than the Srixons by just a smidge. Um, but man, oh my goodness. When I hit a, a good ball that was fantastic and I didn't lose any distance or anything, even in the cold. So, uh, crazy, crazy excited about those. Um, I had a shit start and then I played even with four birdies from, uh, six through 18 shot a th even on the back, had a birdie putt, um, or birdie chip, I guess. Today. Um, but, oh my goodness. I was, I was stoked. I was really happy. Uh, yeah, they feel really good. Yeah, look good too. They look great. I was just before we hopped on, I was I was watching a TXG video about them because it popped up on the on the side little thing about, uh, with the new levels, and so I was watching that. And and they even said, you know, when these came out, we sent everybody the pictures about them. But uh, in hand, they are way better looking than on you know social media. And I agree, they are stunning. They are such a good looking iron. And wow, do they perform. I, yeah, and it's a great price point, too. Oh, mm -hmm. stupid. Mm. Mm. So if I you're in the market, set of, yeah, I was going to say that, like, definitely check their clubs out. I mean, I, I don't know a lot about them, but I've been browsing the site and I saw a set over at the superstore, actually, a used set. Mm. They're the muscle backs and they looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, they look great. I mean, and you can't, I mean, you can't, you, you can't get heads only from, Mm -hmm. most manufacturers it's right? tough and you can do that with new level and great great clubs they feel great look great um and if you're in the market i mean definitely worth a shot 100 percent. yeah i'm i'm pretty pumped about it i, I hit some on <clears throat> so on the back at lex you got 10 par 5 11 uh 12 the little dog leg to the right uh hit my tee shot in the middle of the there's I think four bunkers there. So it was the second bunker. I was in the middle of it. I was one, one sixty eight out. I think is what it was. Um, and there was a lip where if I would have gone right at the flag, it had a chance to hit the lip if it would have come out a little right. So I just aimed a little left, caught it clean, and stuck it to a foot and a half. I mean, it was. Mm. I just said, I am so glad everybody saw that shot because nobody <laughs> would ever believe me <laughs> if I told them I hit that. Just mm, really good. And another solid round from the Odin. Uh, one ball, entire day. Uh, afterwards, I showed it to Reed. I'm like, look, I said, same ball all day. And he's like, wow, that held up fantastic. I said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one. The Odin is a good one. Good one. Good one, Odin. Good Good one. Good, a good Odin. And uh, funny, the day before I was chatting with Roars and I was, uh, we were sharing some videos and, and uh, he said to me, he goes, man, your straight right leg on your driver swing is costing you 30 to 40 yards. 
and uh, I said, okay, let's hop on, let's hop on a chat. And, and, uh, he was just helping me a little bit with my setup and wow, did that make a difference? Unbelievable difference. I, I mean, I, my wedges were crispy all day. The irons were great. The driver was solid. Uh, even hit a five wood that just pissed through the wind. I mean, it was, I, I was a little, I was a little geeked up. I, I was mad that Joe was in North Carolina cause I couldn't <laughs> bug him about it. I was talking to Jeremy. I was talking to Reed. I was talking to everybody. I was like, I'm so excited. I want to go play golf. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, here, here. This is what I was going to show you guys before. You ready? You ready? Let's see it. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Don't worry. I'm not turning into a paddle. Well, you bought a paddle. Guy. You bought a paddle. Well, yeah, well. No, it's for this me guy and goes the wife. Gets, this guy goes and gets insurance, gets his cost cut from Tyler Wagner Allstate Insurance, picks up pickleball. Uh, this, this was before. Shout out Tyler done. Wagner Allstate Insurance. Yeah. If you're <laughs> looking for some insurance needs. Yeah, he needs to sponsor the podcast. What is he doing? I, I told him about Come that. On, we, Tyler. We, we talked about a VGN event <laughs> today. And then after I got home, I'm like, dude. The podcast has got a way better reach than the VGN. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so he's he's actually on his way to New York right now. He's going to go watch the Knights lose consecutive games in New York. Oof, so. oof, rough. Damn Knights. What's wrong with you? Score six goals on Washington and then go to Arizona and... And beef it. Yeah. Lay an egg yep, yeah, in the yeah. mullet arena. I mean, oh, God. Yeah. So are you really going to start playing pickleball? It's something for me and the wife to do. We're going to just, uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, just mess around with and see. And we, I asked the girls, I go, hey, we can get a four-pack of these. You guys want to play? And they're like, no. <laughs> All right, that made it easier for us. You know, I mean, I love, I love playing tennis. But I just can't play tennis anymore. I just, with my ankle, I can't. I love tennis and ping pong. I mean, I'm sure I'd enjoy pickleball. This, but this is big ping pong. Yeah, but it doesn't offer you the... Um the moments like golf does oh hell no yeah. not at all i'm not giving up golf i'm not gonna wag You're not gonna turn into golf. a pickleball podcast no not this is epic. not the the chasing pickleball <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you for tuning into the chasing pickleball podcast no <laughs> but with chicken and pickle coming mm -hmm. and uh new parks opening up around town all over the place it doesn't cost anything if you can find a court to play no Hey, if I get the wife out and spend a little time together doing stuff, maybe she'll leave me alone when I go play golf. <laughs> There's always yeah, a hidden yeah, golf motive yeah, behind uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Joe, let's talk some North Carolina. Yeah, let's do it. What do you want to know? So let's rank this. I know you shared these on LinkedIn. 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 I shared these on there. Instagram. <laughs> what can you tell me the order you're ranking? Joe's not on courses. social media. Uh, yeah, 100% easy i mean um southern pines is number one 100 well first of all so we played southern pines tobacco road mid pines pine needles in the cradle um you know I, I didn't have a lot of high hopes for most of them other than tobacco road I, that's been one of the courses i've been wanting to play for a very very long time and it exceeded expectations um i had really low expectations for pine needles Mid Pines, I was kind of hyped up a little bit about, um, but Southern Pines, I had low expectations. 
but number one 100 is southern pines like i don't think i have ever played a better golf course that moved through the terrain or better routing or better layout than that place it was just incredible we were all me dan trey julian we were all we hit we hit the number four uh hole and we were just like wow like you know we were kind of running through it and 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 when number four came up we were like this place is special like it blew our mind and we just we loved it every single what, one what, of us. what was it what, what what made it so incredible I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It was just like the layout was so good. It was just, I've never played a better laid out course than that course. Like it, it felt natural. It felt like it was there and it felt like you couldn't have done it any better. Like if you were to put a golf course on that property today and you were going to clear it, you couldn't do it any better than it already has been done. It just, it moved through that landscape so well. It was, it was the echelon of what you could do on that property. Um, it was it, the number four was an uphill, slight dogleg left. Um, you know, with the pines, like the the sun was coming through the pines. There were shadows across the fairway, elevated green. It was. It just. It just hit us at that moment because it was a little corner. Uh, we played the par three, um, and it just it just worked so well. Um, it 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 opened in 1906. Uh, they put a lot of money into that place. They put three million dollars into it, is what the the bartender girl uh, said to us. And they're not done. They're putting a lot more money into it. Um, it was bought by I think the guy's name is uh, Thomas Miller, who owns Pine Needles and Mid Pines. Then he bought southern pines in 2020 so it's part of that that group of courses um and it is it's gonna blow up i th- i still think that place is flying under the radar a bit and it's gonna it's gonna explode they're putting in a, a putting course um and i i they were clearing out some area and i asked one of the dudes in the pro shop i'm like that looks like a good place for a short course is that happening? He's like, well, I can't expose all the secrets currently. So, <laughs> um, Come on. I think, I think that place is going to be bar none. Incredible. I don't, we all said it. I, you know, I asked, I asked, uh, Dan, I was like here or great waters. He said, ah, no question here. Southern Pines. Wow. I asked, um, Trey, um, what did I ask Trey? I know I asked him Coyote Springs are here or something. He said here. Oh, no question. Any any course I could think of that I know those guys love, they all said that course over the course that they love. It was a masterful routing. There's no way you could lay that course out any better. Uh, it was in it was in really good condition for the winter time. Donald Ross Greens restored by Kyle France, who is opening uh, Broom Sedge. He's working on um, uh, Cabot Citrus Farms. Um, he restored mid pines. He restored pine needles. That place, Southern Pines is, and and actually Kyle Franz, who restored Southern Pines, actually worked on Pack Dunes too. So it's just, it was. It's like Pack Dunes is probably one of my favorite golf courses I've ever played in. It was, I was like had an internal struggle. Like, 
here are pack tunes, here are pack tunes. And it's hard to say Southern Pines is not better than pack tunes because it is. Um, but the experience that you get at pack tunes is better because you're on the ocean and it's, it's an experience, but Southern Pines is the greatest designed laid out golf course I've ever played. There's no question about that. And this was, this was the course that we kind of, we kind of threw in Southern Pines at the end. Um, and you can play this place for 55 to $110. It's just, it was, I mean, it's incredible. So you had, you posted the, probably the greatest routing I've ever 100%. played. Shout out Donnie Ross and Andrew, who travels a lot, Andrew Guinea says mm-hmm. best in Pinehurst after Kyle's restoration, fight me. One hundred percent. It's and I said I'm not even there. Joe is. Yeah. Come down, Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, right. I mean, there was there was two weak holes. Weak. Not not bad holes, weak holes. The opening hole is, you know, it's like an intro to the course, whatever. You can call it whatever you want, but I think we were on like 13 which was the next week hole and the only second the only other week hole on the course i was like i told dan i'm like this and number one are the weakest holes we've played every other hole is incredible and there was not a weak hole after number 13 it's or it might have been 12 but there's not a single bad hole out there it's if you want to go play some old courses huh Mm. Yeah, it, it blew us all away. I mean, we weren't expecting it. it kind of hit us like a ton of bricks, and it's they're doing so much work out there, and it's gonna it's gonna get even better as the years go on. And it's there's, I mean, if you could play a course every day, that's one of them, one hundred percent. It's it's so good. How long was it? I think it was sixty five. All the courses out in Pinehurst are pretty short. Okay. Um. Is it like a, I mean, I, I saw some of the videos and pictures, but is it really target? I mean, you it, it looked like the, some of the holes were sort of open. You could hit drivers and stuff, but there was also easy to get in trouble, I think. Yeah. So the main thing out there that I noticed is like, because we played three Donald Ross. Yeah. Three Donald Ross greens. Um, Southern Pines is probably the less crazy of the greens. Everything else is turtle back. Like everything falls off, false fronts all over the place, false backs, false yeah. sides, and it just runs off. Like it's literally turtle backs. We just, we just kept saying, like, I just got Donnie'd. I got Rost. Like <laughs> because everything is falling off. You can't hold those greens. But uh, Southern Pines is a little less severe than the others that we played. But those greens are pretty treacherous because just like, Reese Jones, like you think it's going right, but it's actually going left. Donnie's got that in there where you it's hard to read. Um, but once you start figuring out, I could see how you could understand it a bit better. I started looking at, you know, if I was putting on a green and it went a different way, I I tried to, you know, put that in my head and understand it went this way. And then on the next hole, I said, if it looks like it's going this way, maybe it's going this way because that one went that way. What's over there? Um, Donald Ross is a master of green uh, hidden conceptions, just like Reese Jones, like 100%. And um, Legends. Yeah, Southern Pines is is a little bit different than the others because it's not super turtle-backed, um, but there are false fronts. And But the 
100% the the defense is the greens out there. So who won the quota game? I Dan won, but I almost got him. I was I he I think he had plus four and I was plus three or something like that. I Ooh, close. He, he got me by one. I was close. And and on the on the last round, I was just get got a little drunk. So I probably could have got him. I, Whiskey Joe. I was trying to get him. I didn't tell him I was coming after him, but I said I could come after you. So ah. I didn't want to. You don't want to invoke yeah. the I didn't Dan poke Hodge the bear too hard. <laughs> I didn't want to poke the bear. Did you just say you're coming after me? Yeah. Let me show you what six under through five holes looks like. <laughs> I just I told him I'm I'm not coming after you, but I'm going to try to. <laughs> he may feel a little breath on your neck here in a few minutes. Yeah. Otherwise, I yeah, he would have got me. But man, Southern Pines is it's it's the best laid out golf course I've ever played. No question. And I think the other guys would agree with me 100%. Nice. So is it best golf course or just best layout? It's, 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 so, it's so hard because it probably is the best <laughs> golf course. Wow. It probably is. Uh, nice. It probably is. I don't want to say it because I love Bandit so much. Oh, hey. Bandit is so, like, magical. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's – I'd probably – I think it's probably the best golf course I've ever played. Wow. Were, were tears shed on that trip at all? Yeah. Did you cry at all? Uh, Dan cried. Who kicked yeah, him Dan, in the nuts? Dan cried. And the sun. The sun cut, kicked him in the eyes. <laughs> 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 no, we were taking like a picture and the, he was staring right into the sun and he started crying. He's like, dude, I could, I could, I like, I was trying to. <laughs> so. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Sure, Donnie Dan. Ross just hit Dan in the heart, you know, <laughs> tug the heartstrings. A little sunbeam in your eye. You're going to cry, God damn it. Yeah, um, no, no, no real crying. But, um, then that, that's the thing is like, like we all know I love Bandon a ton. And Trey even mentioned on the trip, he's like, you got to stop comparing everything to Bandon. So I kind of, kind of took that to heart a little bit. Um, why? Because, you know, it's hard to, it's really, really, really hard to compare a coastline course in Oregon to a Carolina Pines lined golf course. Of course. They're, they're very different. Um, and Reed even mentioned this to me on, on messages. He's like, I think I would go for Pinehurst over Bannon. And I'm like, it just, it really depends. You know, it's like, depends on the you, person. Yeah. Are you super like history buff or, or are you experience based? Like, you're not going to get a better experience anywhere else other than Bandon, in my opinion. But you're going to get a great experience in Pinehurst as well. And if if you're super into like history of the game and like Donald Ross or however however it acts, that place has been around for a long time. So it, it kind of depends. Coast is a little on, different than the West Coast. Yeah, it depends on how you want to experience it. Um, so it, it they're very hard to compare, and that's that's what I walked away. Yeah, it's two learning. different places. I mean, it's two different. Experiences. Exactly. That's what I like, walked away learning is, you know, you can love both equally, um, but still, like, Bannon has that magic and the mystique. Pinehurst has that history, and it's it's hard to it's hard to place them. Cliff is actually headed to Pinehurst in a couple weeks. Oh um, yeah, he's he. I met him at the uh, Knights game uh, Saturday. 
saw that he was there and texted him and we met up and we were chatting, met his wife. And uh, he said that he, there was a deal through Titleist that it's it's $1,100 and they're playing two, six, and eight. Hmm. And you get a $200 voucher for Titleist gear. And I was like, what? That's it? And uh, so I was like, damn. I said, I if I missed that message, I feel like an ass right now because that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, I will say, um, I think Pinehurst is probably more expensive than Bannon would be. Um, we went in the off season, so we got we got away with it really cheap. Everything was in really good shape. Uh, Pine Needles was dormant, but it still played very well. Uh, me and Dan only played number 13 on uh, Pinehurst number six. Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But I, Nice little shanker into the woods there. Oh, too. man, that was so much fun. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like Pinehurst number two and number four are like, four hundred fifty five hundred dollars to play and it's like mandatory caddy yeah and you have to stay at the resort yep. to even play them so um it's expensive out there you know it's it's classy but it's it's Old one school. of those places like we we, we got to go back because it's there's too much shit out there to play you know but so okay southern pines i talked about southern pines Incredible. And one thing is, is we, we, we didn't get to play the lost hole because we were so stoked on number four. Cause the lost hole is after number four. We drove right by it. It's a lost par three. Donald Ross in 1911, I believe he created uh, a par three after number four. So you can make a nine hole routing to go back to the golf course. Uh, number four, the lost hole connected number four to number 15 to where you could play a nine hole routing back to the, um, uh-huh. to the clubhouse. But we, in our excitement, you know, I was, I was messaging uh, Carolina Pines Golf, who we got to get on at some point onto the podcast. And he said, on, on the back of number 13, T, go back 40, 50 yards. You can see part of the old nine or the third nine-hole course that was there. So there's a third nine that is there. And if you look on Google Maps, you can see it. Um, there was 27 holes out there. Wow. Yeah. And it's, that place is just it's sick um but so you asked me my my numbering so southern pines number one 100 number two is tobacco road probably the funnest golf course i've ever played right behind preserve because preserve is very fun uh barefoot at sunset i it's it's hard to be preserved because it's but tobacco road was it exceeded my expectations and that was super high on my list and very um, high yeah um you know and it's always scary going to play a golf course that you're super hyped up about and it exceeded my expectations it was a ton of fun i've heard it was super difficult it i don't think it played very difficult um but i could see how it can um but that place was mad professor mike strands like really really dope uh it kind of got a little wonky in the routing a little bit here and there but um some of those holes out there design wise there and another thing that would surprise me is in north carolina like the elevation changes i didn't expect how much elevation change there was oh yeah there's a lot a lot of hills yeah a lot of a lot of sand hills out there but tobacco road was was incredible we were the first out uh every day for the most part on all our rounds so yeah uh it was a little windy but 70 degrees that day it was incredible tobacco road was so much fun um 
I want to play that place again. All the greens were really good. Uh, Tobacco Road is is a must must hit. Nice. It's tough to sit here and listen to you because I want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it is, I'm sure it's coming off that way. Like, what are these two pretentious assholes just doing? They're sitting there <laughs> just letting them babble. But it's tough. I mean, I want to be there. Um, yeah. And it's hard to listen to how good it was. I mean, yeah. And, and that was that was one thing I was somewhat worried about because I've hyped myself up so much about this place. Like North Carolina in general, it's always been my number one location I've always wanted to play. So um, it it... 100% exceeded my expectations. So More than I could have asked for. Does Wisconsin or Michigan pop up now? Uh, well, there's one in the plans, and, and it doesn't involve either of those, but um, Wisconsin and Michigan are, are up there, yeah. So we'll see. I don't... Well, what's in the plans? What's, what's... You'll hear about it. We don't have to talk about it right now. Um, but yeah, North Carolina exceeded my expectations. Um, I loved every single second of it. It was, uh, it was, it was amazing. Tobacco road was so much fun. I mean, and even the, like, you would think that the greens are like super crazy out there. Like they're not even as crazy as like old Mac to me. Um, but they were fun, man. And I, I could see how that place could just get funner and funner every day. Like every time you play, it's going to get better and better and better. Same with Southern pines, same with all of them, honestly. A lot of really good shots were hit, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I played my best round at Tobacco Road. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you tried to do the 18 birdies. It was... Yeah, so after, um, <clears throat> after Tobacco Road, um, I would place Pine Needles. Pine Needles, I was not expecting to be as good as it was. It seemed kind of Fazio-esque to me. Uh, the routing through the hills and, like, kind of, some of the green placements and the kind of blind tee shots and things like that. Not as drastic as Fazio would be, but we weren't even really planning on playing pine needles, but it's right across from right across the street from uh, mid pines. So mid pines, we uh, played the morning of Friday. So we were like, we did 36 on Friday and pine needles was right across the street. So that's what we did. But uh, playing U S women's open course, it was really cool. It was super dormant. Like the fairways were super dormant. It was the greens were great though, um, but there was a lot of really good holes. There was some holes that looked like Pine Valley to me. Um, that was our that was our um, preserve round. Like when we went to Georgia, you know, that was our second round of the day. We were drinking. We were just having fun. We played a shamble. Me and uh, we switched every uh, six holes. Me and Julian took out Dan and Trey on the last round, and Julian was super hyped about <laughs> it. Uh, we 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 took him out in three holes. So, um, but Pine Needles really surprised me how good it was. I didn't expect Pine Needles to be as good as it was. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because I didn't expect much from it. But Pine Needles was was really sick. And was the last one you played? Uh, and then, yeah, mid, uh, I would rate mid pines at the end of it. Um, and mid pines is no slouch. I mean, mid pines was incredible. I mean, super difficult. I don't think we were playing skins. So what we did is we played $20 skins each round. And then we were playing the quota game for the trip. There was one birdie skin awarded on mid pines. Oh, wow. 
everything else was either pushed or it was a parskin. We played parskins because we only had uh, four players. But yeah, that was it was it was a little bit tighter. It was the, probably the tightest course we played. Um, Donnie Ross is no joke. You know, it was it was Donnie Ross and Ali Mack, just false fronting motherfuckers. It was. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like we knocked off, we knocked off Donald Ross, we knocked off Kyle Franz, and we knocked off Gil Hans. Even though the cradle's not really like the course, but Donnie Ross greens are fucking treacherous. They, you're landing balls on the top of the ceiling of a Volkswagen. There is nowhere to miss. They just fall off. It just literally they're elevated and there was no rough on any of these courses. No rough. They just roll forever. Until just roll. It they just roll into the out. sand. Exactly. Roll into the sand, roll into the uh, natural desert or the whatever you want to call it. It was treacherous. It just, it just rolls forever. No rough. Rolls forever. Yeah. What's the closest Donald Ross course to Vegas? Probably North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was researching uh, Donald Ross. He did something in California, but I can't remember what it was. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, he he trained under uh, old Tom Morris. You know, came over to the states. Nineteen oh six is Southern Pines. It's one of his earliest because he went to go be the head pro of Mid uh, Pinehurst. Which, speaking of, did you guys see the uh, fried egg thing with uh, Rob Collins about his routing for Pinehurst? Mm -mm. For the new one? Yeah, so did you see it? Mm -mm. Okay, so Rob Collins of Sweeten's Cove fame, Landman fame, he's doing Red Feather. Um, he submitted a plan to Pinehurst. This is on the Fried Egg podcast, which I, I suggest everybody go listen to. Really good. Um, 140 acres out in Pinehurst when they have like 980 acres uh, available for development. He came up with a plan. Him and Tad came up with a plan to make a routing with, I, I'm just saying, 23 greens, right? But you can route five different golf courses on it. So every day you can change the routing and it's five different golf courses that for 140 sick. acres. So it's like the purple routing, the red routing, the black routing. It's all the same golf course, just different routing. Yeah, exactly. Same piece of land, but different routing. That's awesome. Five, you can play it five different ways in five different days. I mean. It sounds like Zach Blair's ideas for like Buck Club. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think it's the way it's going to go. It's, it, it's kind of a choose your own adventure. It's the mm -hmm. music festival, um, which... Andy mentioned this on the podcast, but it, it makes sense. It's the, you know, go to this stage, go to this stage. Where do you want to go? You know, like sit here for a bit. And that's the Sweetens Cove model in a way too. But mm -hmm. I think, I think it would be so sick out there. And I'm, I'm hoping that'll happen one day. I don't know where I was going with that, but that's a, and if you don't listen to the Friday Egg podcast, like you need to listen to that because it's that's really great... super. I mean, they geek out on golf architecture. Super it's... golf architecture. I mean, I was looking up Kyle France, who he restored Pine Needles, Mid Pines, and Southern Pines. He's working on his own called Broom Sedge. He is working on uh, Cabot Citrus Farms right now. He's going to do the that place first thing. Sick. 
the place is going to be sick as fuck. Um, but yeah, go check out Friday podcast. Um, really good architecture golf course uh, podcast. All right. Let's do a little uh, segue. Then, before oh, before we end the, the Pinehurst, North Carolina talk, shout out Lisa at the Pinehurst Track Restaurant. Best breakfast in Pinehurst. Um, she let us steal a coffee mug because on the coffee mug there's ads for the Pinehurst area, and one of them was Theo's Tavern. So oh, she let nice. us take one. Um, cheap breakfast. We were there two of the three mornings. And Lisa um, just got fired. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's listening um, but yeah really good breakfast go there that is a must stop it was funny because we showed up and um we heard we heard them in the kitchen they were talking there we got golfers here we got they were so stoked for golfers to be there because you know it's it's the off season right now and um we were really really lucky with the weather it was 70 degrees it was second day was 62 degrees third day was the coldest but it was amazing the last five holes snowed crazy shout out bob um, <laughs> but no we we really lucked out and it was it was cool to experience it we were the first people there at that track restaurant every morning um and they were stoked to see us and pinehurst brewing shout out pinehurst brewing um place is amazing we can't wait to get back i gotta go back there's too much golf out there yes i agree i haven't been there yeah. All right. Uh, the weather was a good segue. Uh, let's listen to uh, Matt and hear what's coming up for uh, this weekend. What's up, everybody? Fox 5 meteorologist Matt Gontard back again with a golfing forecast this upcoming weekend. Saturday and Sunday look like some good days, especially to start the weekend. Uh, Saturday is going to be your day if you're going ahead and booking some tee times in the next couple of days for this weekend. Wind speed Saturday, 5 to 10, a few gusts to 15. Temperature-wise, 55, 56 degrees. It'll be a beautiful afternoon uh, to get out on Saturday. And then heading to Sunday, we'll have some increasing cloud cover. Uh, we have another stronger system towards our northeast. I think we stay dry in Las Vegas but models right now showing a slight chance for a shower in the afternoon and the evening hours for Sunday. Uh, that also be a little breezier on Sunday. You have some gusts 15 to 20 uh, in Las Vegas. Temperature is also around 55 degrees again to end the weekend on your Sunday. So if you're going ahead and booking a tea time Saturday, go ahead and put that down for your day. Uh, until then, if you're looking forward to it, have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, man. Played with the weatherman on... Uh... Uh, this past weekend and it's like who the hell picked this day to play it was cold as hell that was friday but uh yeah fun playing with him it's great to meet him uh good stick and uh playing with lefty favalora was fun too yeah we need to get him tinkering he needs a new he needs to get a new driver yeah yeah yeah. did he hit it at all yeah he doesn't normally hit his driver but Yep, he did. He did. He's Pit a few generations plays. behind. Just a few. Just just a couple. Not a lot. Just a couple. <laughs> you know, one thing also is... Oh, Jesus. Mid-Pines might be the greatest scorecard I've ever seen. We can't see it. It's blurry. I'm sure it'll it's be crystal blurry. clear on YouTube, but we can't no, see it. No, it's like, right you know, you, you score it down, not across. Mm. Yeah, a lot of golf courses do that. Well, tell me one in Vegas. None. Actually, Shadow Creek. Shadow Creek. Well, we're going there for Jeremy's birthday yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, any of our <laughs> listeners know how to book and 
any connection to get that booked. MGM.com. I think that's the only way you can do it. No, it would be MGMresorts.com. Oh, resorts. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. MGMresorts.com. <laughs> we'll reach out to Harry. Say, hey, Harry, exactly. can you talk to your there sponsor you and help us uh, get hooked go. up with the, with the group? There you go. Yeah, we're going to have, it sounds like at least one group, maybe two full groups out there mm-hmm. in the end of May. I'm thinking, so I don't know if this is true, but I saw the uh, the rates from like March to May. That's a thousand bucks. But after May, it's 750. I don't know if that's current. That might be old information, but I'm going to check into that. Yeah, we, we may can... do it like two weeks later. Yeah. Save, save a few hundred <laughs> yeah, bucks. 250 bucks. Oh, hey, yeah. I'll pretend 100%. it's May 20th for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, let's just get the first time out in June, and then we'll just eat lunch twice and yes. hang out. Yep. <laughs> mm, place is so good. Yeah. Man, it's so good. Uh, I told Jeremy, I, I said, hey, um, I, I sent you over the invoice for your shaft. Um, I'm glad you haven't paid it yet. I had to make a little edit. Um, that's a now a thousand dollar shaft to, <laughs> to cover my cover my shadow uh, tea time. <laughs> yeah, so now Matt's going for my birthday, and I'll be at home. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Too funny. All right. Uh, let's see. So we got a tournament this week. Let's see how we did this last week with our picks. Um, you guys both took Thigala in the one and done, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Oh, do <laughs> yeah. Um, I stuck with my pick with Harmon, which he decided it's a three day cut. I'll start playing golf the last day, the last nine holes. Jerk, missed the cut by two. So I didn't get any points for that. Uh, Thigala, uh, Joe had him. He finished fifty fourth. Jeremy with a big win with Mister Tom Kim. Uh, you got eighty six points for that. I don't think that's enough to catch you up to Joe yet. I didn't punch yeah, any numbers. So. You are, let's see, you're seven, you're 300 points behind. So you're, you're knocking at the door. You're, you're getting there. But I'm just playing like, picking like trash right now. So don't, don't tune in to my picks to uh, try and pad your wallet. Oh, I never got to thank you, Joe, for not being able to place that bet for you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I just, that's I fine. told you if, if we won, then you don't mean, but yeah. Well, but I, I did win you. last night. I did win the Niners bet. So I was back in town, was making picks, and I won 30 Gs. So we're good. Damn. Joe's paying for Shadow. (laughs) Thanks, Joe. (laughs) Won 50 bucks, honestly. Uh, Oh, hey, what's uh, what's the baby name update? We got a new, we got a, you guys locked in on anything yet? No. No, no, nothing locked in. Coming soon, though. You won't, you won't know until she's born. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you opinions and thoughts, but you won't know. Okay. All right. Let's go over the odds. Wow. Way to hit it really fast. Way to hit it really fast. I've been talking about it for two minutes. You can talk about odds for the next one. The tournament. We were talking about the tournament. So you know the it's coming. The last tournament. You know it's coming. Speaking of tournaments, we do need to try and jump on Birdies and Bourbon and, and talk about the one and dones because we don't know even know what we're playing for. So. We'll have to jump on there at some point and figure it I'm out. I'm playing to see who can win the least amount of money ever in a season. Obviously. Uh, yeah, we're at Torrey Pines, which was, this was a trip last year, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, It'd be fun for you to actually watch the South Course on the weekend and 
hey, I played that hole, and and you'll see it, it really yeah. brings into perspective a different mm-hmm. way. It's, al- of it's always cool when you've played a course that they play on the PJ Tour, yeah. and I mean, Shriners uh, is one thing because it's our home core, our home tournament, and you know we've been fortunate enough to play out there a few times, and and uh, it's kind of you know not the greatest TV to playing, but yeah. Tory Tory is special. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome because you know we played it last year after the tournament, so it'll be interesting to watch it this year. Have a little bit of respect for those uh, guys making some miraculous shots out of the rough, and yeah. mm-hmm. the putting is what really is gonna impress. I think everybody that went to that little trip we made. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, your favorite is uh, John Rom. No surprise there, what? four to one. No surprise. Uh, Xander Shoffley coming off a. Fire ass albatross double eagle at ten to one, along with yeah, Tony Fino. That was pretty uh, sick. Yeah, Justin Thomas fourteen to one, Colin Morikawa fifteen to one, uh, Will Zalatoris sixteen to one, Sungjae eighteen to one, Jason Day twenty to one, Max Homa twenty two to one, Taylor Montgomery twenty five to one, along with uh, Hideki Matsuyama at thirty to one, uh, Mav McNeely thirty three to one, Siwoo Kim thirty five to one, as well as Sahith Tagala. Uh, JJ Spawn, Cameron Davis, 45 to 1. Keegan Bradley, Justin Rose, 55 to 1. Let's go down. Uh, ben Griffin, 125 to 1. Aaron Rye, my homie, 150 to 1. Uh, all the way at the bottom, you got Austin Cook at 400 to 1. All right. Uh, let's see. Jeremy, you won the week. So you get to make the pick. Yeah, and I First. feel I feel irresponsible not choosing Rom at four to one, but I'm also would be embarrassed to choose John Rom at four to one. So I think I'm going Max Homa. Twenty two to one. Homa. Twenty two to one. All right, Joe. I'm going uh Taylor Montgomery. Twenty five to one. Oh, nice blurry screen there, buddy. Put the bed in. I, it's clear on my end. I know. It's it's just not on this. You're a well, pixelated 28-bit. I feel like Taylor <laughs> missed his sorry. opportunity to grab his card because he went to go play the U.S. Open. Torrey Pines playing well. He knows the course somewhat. I think that's a casher. Put 20 bucks on him. And that's yeah. my one and done, so don't take it. That's your one and done. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm taking not, Taylor. I'm, I'm not taking him at that course. I am. I want him to win, but I just the the thing that's making me look at different players this week is they've played Kapalua, which was wide open. <clears throat> you could bomb it. Don't have to really worry about playing much out of the rough. It's a dry Bermuda. It's a little bit different. Uh, then they go to uh, the Sony. Not a lot of people that played in. Kapalua played at the Sony and then they just went to the desert and played dry dormant rough. And now they're going to go play in Zoysia. Um, so it's not like anything that they've been doing the past couple of weeks is preparing they're them professionals, for this. Man. I understand they're professionals, but a uh, little different game has to be played there than what's been played so far this season. Um, I am going to go... Add a couple names here. 
uh, I just, I really would love to see Willie Z do it. I just don't think this is the week for him. And I'm picking like trash. So let's, let's make a stupid pick. Ready? Mm, a, st- a, Cook. a stupid, a stupid pick. Hasn't been picked. I don't think ever on our locks. Mm. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but let's go with, uh, big Dick, Ricky Fowler. I think we picked Rick. I think we've picked Rick. I don't Probably think we've picked times. Rick. I don't He's 85 to 1. 85 to 1. What do you think about his new putter? Yeah, and he changes swing was a that bit. Not, yeah, Was that swing. not hilarious? I was sending it to, to Roars. I'm like, um, I don't care how much lead tape you put on that. Everybody knows it's an odyssey. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, I mean, covering up the logo. I mean, everything was covered up, except for the black and white on the top. <laughs> Which is like, that's an odyssey. Look at the face. That's an odyssey. <laughs> it was even the logo on the front was covered up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, he said, send their hand drawn a Puma logo on the lead tape. <laughs> it's a new Puma putter. New Puma putter. But he, he was rolling it really well. Really well. So, Cal Kid, so we'll see what happens. Stupid pick. I got nowhere to go but down because I'm not going up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you want us to say to that. It's a stupid pick. I. It's okay. I put thought into it, and Take a shot I've, in the dark. It's. Funny. I have just picked trash. So let's go with no thought whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Spin the wheel and see where it lands. So that is that. Uh, so I'll try to get my wrap up stuff out of the way, so I don't interrupt your closing like I do consistently every week, Joe. Uh, just signed up the 69th member of the VGN tour for this season. Very excited about that. Uh, we have, I think now just one spot left for Rhodes. 60 players are going to tee it up in that first event. How fucking awesome. Yeah, that's, is that? that's a lot. That's good. I mean, wow. A I'm good amount of players. blown away. Absolutely blown away. Thank you so much. Anybody that's in the VGN that's listening, except Adam, he's not joining because Adam's a bitch. I'm just kidding, little bitch. You little bitch. <laughs> he has a he has a little one coming as well, and uh, it's his first. And so he is taking a pass this season. Hopefully, he'll be back next season. Uh, talked with Jared too. He is going to come back next season. Told me that. He said he just this yes. year is going to be too too much for him. So um, excited that I got that news from him. Um, yep, I still got something that I I want to let out the bag, but I can't do it until I get confirmation from the powers that be. Um, but hopefully uh, that can be announced soon. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting the new members that are coming out to the uh, welcome to the season event at five iron on yeah, Thursday. I'm, I'm coming. Just so you know, oh, you are. Okay, sweet. Jeremy, you going to come. I got, I got a basketball game to go to probably, but I'll see what time it is. Seven and nine. Seven to nine is when we're going to be there. Okay. So, uh, come come by if you can. You know, uh, everybody gets to meet, see you, and know who to turn the scorecards into afterwards. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a hell of a season, man. We're we're starting this off with a freaking bang. So pumped about that. And that is all I got. So uh, Jeremy, thanks for communicating a little bit more with us this week. Yeah. I, I think the the listeners are going to appreciate it. Jeremy, you got anything else? 
You always have some nice. You have something stuff. brewing. I know you do. I could tell. I, I saw uh, <laughs> in, in the, some world world golf news, uh, political golf news. Ooh, Donald political? Trump won his club championship, even though he missed the first round. Wow, I didn't see that. I, don't, that I need to read Im- more into that. But it, that, that is impressive. That sounds kind of like uh, Jing Chong Un or whatever with his Kim eighteen Young. holes in one. Kim Young, yeah, <laughs> his eighteen hole in ones. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like an auto DQ to me. Right? You missed the first round. Yeah, I need to get a little more info on that, but I thought that was kind of funny. Everybody just wanted you know the first round was canceled. All your scores <laughs> don't count. We are starting the second round. I'm the winner. Is that a South Park character? Yes. That's that's my really shitty Donald Trump impersonation. As as shitty as my Ricky Fowler pick. Speaking of Ricky Fowler, this is we're going back to YouTubers and that play and pros and stuff. So another guy that I used to watch a lot that kind of drives me nuts now is Rick Shields, but he played with Ricky in Florida in Jupiter and I cannot remember the name of the course. It's one of the big ones that a lot of the pros play at. That was actually cool. Seeing yeah. Ricky play his local track. I would recommend that one. If you can maybe mute Rick when he's talking, which is a lot. <laughs> and hitting. Skip those. Yeah, that was that was worth a watch. I thought that was cool to see Ricky playing and talking and analyzing and stuff. Talking about his swing changes with Butch and all that. That was cool. And, and thanks to the thousands upon thousands who have tuned into the new YouTube channel. We really appreciate it. So many views. But only seven subscriptions so far. So uh, let's let's try and flip the script on that. Let's uh, actually we don't have hardly any views and only seven subscribers. But it takes time. It takes. Time. It takes time. We're doing that. Uh, there's a. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. There's a content page on YouTube now where you can put up questionnaires and polls. Um, if you go to the main page, just look. There's where it says videos and shorts and uh, ch- uh, lists and playlists. There's one called content. So I've been putting a couple things up there. And uh, so keep an eye out for that. I think I answered one today. Did you? <laughs> Except I think it, I was the only one because I was 100%. Yes. But that was you? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody knows. <laughs> Somebody knows. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's all I got. Maybe. Wait. Do I, do I, do I talk about how I, how I killed off the Breakfast Ball Custom Shop channel? Is that newsworthy? Does anybody care? You know what's crazy? I put on there, please unfollow. I'm no longer going to be posting to this account in, in the, the header, right? In the bio. And then I put a post out saying, do not follow this account anymore. I'm not going to post anything to this. Please follow at the breakfast ball. That's where I'm going to put all the content at now. And you got no more one. followers. I got like 15 new followers. Insta dumb. Insta dumb. So. Yeah, I, I've been posting some videos and reels of the club work and stuff on on the breakfast ball, and it's it's getting a lot of interaction, a lot of comments, a lot of questions, a lot of you know uh, feedback, and and I like it. So I'm just gonna keep doing it there, and and uh, that other channel is there in limbo until Instagram actually follows their own policies and deletes inactive accounts, which they never do. Right. So. Is there forever? Okay, Joe. I'm done. I promise. 
All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode number 201 of the Chase and Daylight podcast. Incredible. We've made it past 200 now. Um, uh, yeah. Tell your friends. Uh, we're here every week for you talking golf. Uh, tune into uh, Hitting Greens on Instagram. I'm going to try and dump all this footage that I've taken from our North Carolina trip here this week. I'm, I got a lot of shit to post. So You got a lot of stuff to post. I have more than i've taken on any other trip i feel like um i don't i think you still have some abandoned stuff to post yeah probably <laughs> yeah um but yeah tuning in um we're gonna try and jump on birdies and bourbon at some point or they're gonna jump on our podcast at some point uh trying I, to talk about the one and done i am uh gonna interview uh, guilty golf the the new grip company that we found out of the pacific northwest um i got those grips on my wedges right now they're really good mm. i was i was impressed um so i'm gonna and i'm gonna start putting the interviews out on mondays uh fridays is not a really good traffic day Probably for not, podcasting yeah. uh people really don't listen on fridays but they listen a ton on sundays and mondays so I'm going to start throwing the interviews out on Mondays instead of Fridays. So next Monday, uh, listen for that uh, Guilty Golf interview. That'll probably be the next one we put out. Cool. Thanks for interrupting again. Yeah, uh, like I, know, I said. That was important, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at it. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends. We're here every week. That's all we got to say. Just listen. Tell your homies. Uh, we talk golf. Any questions you ever have, send them our way. Uh, I am hitting greens. That's the breakfast ball, and that's Jeremy Mart. I don't know. Uh, or I am Stat Guy. Uh, this is yeah. the Chasing Daylight Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next powered week. Powered by Riverside we FM. Are powered by Riverside <laughs> FM. Later. Later. Later.